0: You're listening to the League of Ordinary Gentlemen podcast with your hosts, Brent and Angelo. This is episode number 48 for your favorite podcast and mine for the Lug. It's hard to say goodbye, Angelo. How are you this week?
1: I'm excellent. Uh, You know, I think it's week number... One thousand that I'm in first, so <laughs> yeah. I can't complain. Something Things like are going that. well. Yeah, How are, are you doing?
0: Yeah. I am, I am better than uh, better than good. Let's just say that. I okay. thought I was I'm good, sure. but now I'm better than good. I Last night I was good, but now I'm
1: better. Because you're a half point up on. Hey, listen. Now. This is, I, is good. Am hey, I, yeah, I at, good. am
0: I am I in the basement? Yeah, but I am not uh, the lowest person. In the you're basement. on the steps of the. Basement. I am the steps. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking down but not looking down on on myself.
1: So so what are we going to talk about today? We're going to – it's hard to say goodbye. We're going to look at uh, a player on each team that just needs to be dropped. Yeah. You know, what, and, and we all have those players that we hold on too long uh, to. We're gonna look at them, and I then it's pretty much every player on my team. Pretty much, and then a player that should be traded. Yeah. So we're gonna look uh, two players. One should be dropped. One should be traded. Uh, this is a very timely episode, I think, too. And we'll get into this, but I think it's a, it, it,
0: this is the this is the do or die part of the season because we're like twenty five percent through thirty percent. Can I
1: tell you, you're actually right because in the last forty eight hours. Yeah. I started uh, jotting some things down on Tuesday. Yeah, I had to change it because people that yeah I mean, people have made movements that I was going to say they should make, but would have made for a very bad podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad they didn't for that. But after this podcast, they will have to make those movements. But yeah, this is it's a very timely part. Not only it's the it's the Christmas season; people have a little bit more time to 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 uh, to sit around and ignore their families uh, and to 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 do trades. But this is also the time of the year in hockey, in the hockey world, where uh, things in the races for playoff spot, uh, spots start to heat up a bit and become really important. Winning games are uh, is always important, but at this point of the year, it's it's incredibly important. It's go so, time. trades, it's go time. So, but, but before we do any of that, I let's mean, say, we've, yeah, got, we've got a bunch of stuff to cover.
1: We know we're going to do winners and losers soon. Um, but we got to talk about a couple things in the NHL. I thought we could look at... Some teams that are on the rise for different reasons. And yeah. let's look at maybe four teams that are really impressive, the last ten games, and then let's we gotta, uh, it's the coaching carousel. this keeps going on. We're up to five coaches. Talk about drama. Yeah, Anyways, we'll get to that too. But you wanna, let's ta- you let's ta- start with the rise yeah, there's, right. there's,
0: there's a number of teams. You know, we've identified four here that that really are uh, um, standing out, right? and and they they perhaps had either slow starts. Uh, or some bumpy parts uh, uh, from, from October to now. But really, they're, 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 it's all cylinders uh, ago on this
1: one. So the first one's Philly, eh? Yeah, so I think because we live where we live, we don't pay a whole lot of attention no. to Philly. Uh, but they're 7-2-1 and in their past 10 games. And I think where people took notice was they manhandled the Toronto Maple Leafs last week. Yeah. Like something awful. It was
0: embarrassing, right? And, and you know, in the past uh, 10 games, 7-2-1 uh, record, it's a phenomenal uh, pace that they're at. Uh, and that's why I think I'm getting a lot of, uh, you know, offers and or at least inquiries into Giroux. He's, he's the backbone to that team. I'm also saying he might be available.
1: You actually lied. You're actually not getting – I inquired about him. I actually – on. I'm not lying. I yeah, never you lie. got. You I got one. Never, no, you got one inquiry, and it was actually in the last podcast. There have been. You missed out. Many, and I got. I got th- Voracek.
0: No, no. there no, have been many man- managers. Yes, oh, you sure. went after a Philly uh, player. Interestingly enough, not the premium one that I have, uh, but th- who is perhaps still available. Well, which takes us to, said, to team
1: number two because this the, is the other player, is a, a
0: player was Dumba. Of, yeah, you you dealt, you dealt Dumba right.
1: Yes. Now, I want to talk, actually, let me talk about Minnesota for a sec, because I was listening to um, the Darren Drager podcast, and Zach Prezi was on. secondary
0: hockey podcast, yeah. Yeah,
1: but Zach Preezy was on, and he said, don't want to make excuses. Uh, they brought it up, but they said, we played 20 of our first 30 games on the road. Yeah. He said, I've never played a schedule like that before in my NHL career, because they are now hot. They're 6-1-3, and, and they were saying, what, is it due to the fact that you're home? And he said, not to make excuses, but once you get home, you're in a routine. That certainly plays a factor, but what do you think is the real thing? It's the lock effect. And right, listen, right. you, you I, called I, it.
0: I, I am like Nostradamus when it comes to this pool. I have a way of, of, of sniffing out talent. I have a way of finding, uh, you know, those 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 diamonds in, in piles of turd. Uh, and guess what? I've done it again. I have once again demonstrated to you,
1: it's and to, the, and to, and to the other managers, to the ten
0: managers uh, in, in 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 the league. Uh, that I am a fantasy hockey uh, genius.
1: So you know Staylock is backing up most of those games? What's that? Yes. Yeah, well, listen, listen. It, I, I know it's not Dubnik, so you feel good that you picked up Staylock, but it's some random guy that's playing in net right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just a minor
1: point. I think it's more, like you said, the effect, the Staylock effect. It's more like the his aura.
0: Yeah, well, it, it, absolutely. And aura it, has value. Who wouldn't trade <laughs> for aura? It's huge value. It's interesting that you mentioned that that schedule because I do remember when 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 the schedule came out, there were a couple of teams that were centered out for having really front-heavy uh, 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 road games. And was Calgary the other one? I can't remember. There was another one that I was don't in there. Know. It I, might actually, have been. I have to I go know. back and take a look at that because I know Minnesota was, uh, was one of them, and they were... You know, I won't say complaining, but it, it was very clear that they were on the road for a good chunk of, of of the start of the
1: season. Well, you know what? They've survived it, and they're they're playing better hockey. So because good for them. Another team that's playing better hockey. Calgary. They get rid of Bill Peters. I and guess so. Six and zero run. Johnny Gaudreau looks like a new player.
0: Another seven two and one team. So Philly's doing yeah. the same thing, and Calgary here seven two and one. They have a new coach. They they uh, all cylinders are firing on this team as Monahan well. Monaghan is and, producing. Yeah. So I mean, the the managers that have those those flames. Um, are perhaps happy that they've hung on to them. It's, pay- I like to it's call paid it, off.
1: I like to call it the David Ridditch effect. It myself. could be the David Riddich effect, who might also be available. No, he's not, actually. So I got Philly, Mini, Calgary, and then the last one is a complete shocker. This is what? Well, yes and no.
0: No, it is. I don't think so, because it's happened in the past, okay? So Pittsburgh... Uh, when Crosby goes down, Melkin usually steps up
1: kind of so, like when Marner and Randon went down in your pool. <laughs> and no raid, one's, yeah. Point and uh, yeah that and really picked it up. Oh, it' was huge. yeah, amazing. But no
0: usually this is the case. When Crosby goes down, you have Melkin kind of step up here a bit and and, and and really carry the team, put up massive amount of points until he you know hurts himself. But that being said, I don't find this as a huge
1: surprise. Uh, like you do. That's why you're the true insider. You heard it here, folks. It's actually a good thing when Sidney Crosby injures yeah, himself. Why aren't we, we getting Zach Why aren't we getting on our on our show? I think we could. I think we could. He's but he's busy building a. I don't want to ruin the other podcast, but he's building an outdoor arena now for his kids and stuff. So he's busy. Oh. So Pittsburgh six three and one. Malkin's on fire. Gensel's on fire. The Jari uh, Jerry and Ned is on fire. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm shocked that Pittsburgh. It, I thought that they were going to be a borderline playoff team, but they're playing like champs again.
0: How do you think this, with these teams playing like this, on uh, uh, you know, will take a step out of the pool? How does this affect like those division uh, rivalries, those division races?
1: To, All right, to, prediction to, time.
0: To, yeah, to 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 uh, for playoff spots, and where does that put like some of the you know the favorite teams of the league, you know the the Canucks or the uh, the Senators
1: or the Leafs? All right. So I'm going to say Philly yeah. is going to make the playoffs. Minnie won't. Calgary will. Pittsburgh will. And I think that with Philly and Pittsburgh playing well, yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning better improve. Yeah. I there agree on that one. That's it. I'm yeah. done. That's 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 a, that, that, I, that, I would say that. How about you? What I, do you I, think about agree. these guys? I agree,
0: with, I agree with you on that. I don't think Minnesota is going to make it, even though they have a phenomenal goaltender. Um, I, don't, I don't see that happening. Uh, but Philly, Calgary, and Pittsburgh, Absolutely. Um, you know, they're, 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 uh, they're, they're, they're playing amazing right now. And I don't think, I don't, I think they're getting the points when they need them. And again, I would agree with you on that too. Uh, Toronto just doesn't look like the team that everybody's predicted and I, they're going to struggle. And I think they're going to struggle all the way through.
1: I think so too. And you know, and the uh,
0: lightning, I don't even
1: know what to say about them. No, so with Toronto it started with Babcock uh, in Calgary. They were puttering along with Peters, and then we had another team, Dallas. And then out of nowhere on the weekend, John Montgomery gets axed for the, unprofessional conduct. And the
0: best part of this is again, like we think we think there's drama in in. Uh uh, in our pool, especially with the podcast, yeah, the podcast adds the drama. Uh, you know, adds to the drama, especially when Mike comes on and says something stupid. The NHL right? is like
1: Doug Hempstead has been hired. It, it is to do like, like to clean house or something. Yeah. I don't,
0: I don't get it. Like or but, the
1: Joker, like something yeah, like it's, it's crazy. It's
0: crazy. But here you have Jim Montgomery fired. Um, you know, for for uh, unprofessional conduct and and what the best part of this is there's been no details as to what, what So you know he it's did. good. So you know it's good. But the other thing too he was asked. So he was asked by Darren Dra- Drager and 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 he said I will tell at one point. So he has he has said he will reveal these
1: details just not now. I personally oh think boy. That I think that he took a stapler home. Yeah? You think that's what it is? I think or some paper clips or he stole like Jamie Benn's uh,
0: hockey sweater. And, and so, put, it put it on, on eBay.
1: On eBay. Yeah, that's what he's been doing. Maybe to supplement his salary. Wait, wait. I, I think, wait. Actually, you know what? You're right. That's what it has to be. <laughs> he stole hockey sweaters. He actually tried to return Jamie Ben's sweater because he wasn't getting any bids on it. That's right. And he and he tried oh, to, try to sell it seconds. back to Jamie Ben. Yeah.
0: I don't know. It, it. It. This is. This one's going to be amazing when it comes out. The details. Uh, but I think it's going to be another one of those juicy stories that hang on and, and tarnish, tarnish the NHL a little bit.
1: Yeah, and a couple of, of, in the meantime, we've had a couple more coaches on top yeah. of that lose their job. John Hines from New Jersey, Peter DeBoer last night from San Jose, but they didn't lose it for conduct issues. They did it strictly because of performance.
0: But it's amazing that they're getting sucked into the conduct issue. I know piece they've here. done nothing so wrong. they have to be quali- terrible coaches right now. Right now, they can't get anything done with their teams. But the best part of this is it has to be qualified as, oh, they didn't do anything wrong. The teams have to release statements of like, oh no, it's because they suck as coaches, not as human beings. Yeah, Elliot this is, Friedman. This is the best night. part.
1: Elliot Friedman last night actually tweeted out. <laughs> Uh, there's been a coaching change for hockey-related reasons. Yeah, it's
0: amazing. They're not not because they're a horrible human being or a horrible horrible person. Uh, uh, it's it's because they're just incompetent.
1: It's the relationship version of you know like it's So, I cheated on you. Therefore, we need to break up. That's right. That was the other guys. Yep. This one is, I just don't love you anymore. Yeah. And and Hines and DeBoer have gone home thinking, Yeah, I'm, why am I getting Can I fix dragged? this? Yeah. Can I fix this? Can't. You're done. What if I get a haircut and lose some weight? No. So, uh, New Jersey, 30th place in the league. No one would have guessed that. PK Subban's a disaster. Uh, Jack, I will agree
0: with you on that one.
1: Jack Hughes hasn't been what he's supposed to be. Nope. Uh, Taylor Hall's on his way out. And like, he's shut down. What a tire fire they are there. And then San Jose was supposed to be this great contender this year. They were a contender last year. Total disaster, 24th. They don't have a first-round pick. It looks like right now they're not going to make the playoffs or they have to go on a St. Louis-type run from here till the till April to make the playoffs. Um, so two coaches that I think in this case deserved what they got.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's sad for me. It kind of – like all joking aside, it's kind of sad that they get – hold into all everything else that's happening in the league right now with respect to coaches but you
1: know it is what it is it's a business hockey is a business and uh, they're a part of it you know what you and I know one day we're going to get fired from this podcast it's part of being working in hockey
0: yeah I, it is and you know we uh, I mean at one point because he's been pining for it forever is that you're going to have Robbie Warm and maybe Mike Hughes be the new host of the show
1: yes can I- you
0: imagine that
1: we might one day. We might one day get the notice. The, the that,
0: chemistry that
1: exists between those two. I've heard Robbie Worham in a podcast. And yeah, uh, it's, yeah, he's got it's good. A, it's good.
0: Not, not as good as Aiden. I would actually enjoy hearing hearing uh, Aiden and Tony. Aiden, Aiden, Aiden and Tony.
1: I would. And we could call it the reporters. But I would fall asleep because their their voice is so sick. sultry. What's it? It's like a bare tone. It is right. But I, 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 I you know, I like it. Maybe for the first forty episodes. Yeah, they and, wouldn't last forty eight like we have. No, season pros. So we got some new um, new names on the Winners is, and Losers this board. This is amazing. It's about time. It is about time. You and I get a break, so we don't have to talk about ourselves this week.
0: Yeah, this is good. So there's new, new winners, new losers. Uh, and if you've been watching the standings closely, you have seen uh, some major shifts that have happened uh, over the week and night by night, and which has been really interesting to see. So let's start with the losers, eh? You want to start with Or do you want to start with the winners?
1: No, let's start with the losers, because I really want to celebrate the winners this week. I really do. I think so. And I, and I really want to shame the losers this week.
0: Yeah, it's all about shaming. Shaming has been in the news. Yep. So we're not talking about that. But there's been issues of shame brought forth in, in various, uh, you know, uh, Uh, areas of the news, Uh, this is another one that we're going to actually really shame these managers.
1: So it seems like a somewhat stable loss this week for most guys, except for one. Yeah. So let's start with our biggest loser for the week. Um, And he dropped from second down to fifth place. He's got 93.5 points, 8.5 fewer than last week. Our biggest loser from Vancouver, British Columbia. I was in the pool. That's right. I was in the pool. Mike Hughes. Goes eight point five down for the week. And
0: is this a surprise? Absolutely not. Rewind. I want press pause right now, folks. Re- press pause. Load up the other podcast, episode forty-seven, which was brilliant, by the way. Load up uh, episode forty-seven. Go back to to our predictions on on the table for this week, or, which is week ten,
1: and you will see that we put Mike Hughes at five. You did. And to full credit Thank to you. you. You picked him five. Yeah. I picked him six. And there he is. That was actually episode 46 we did that, so it took us a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, there we go. He's gotten there. Um, You know, I, the last thing I want to do is kick a man when he's down. You know me. Oh, this so is, that's
0: totally. you're totally out of character. If you're just going to start swinging and kicking, this is out of character for you.
1: So I, I don't want to do that. I just want to say, is this now where we see the bottomless pit of Mike in the standings, where he's just going to—this is now— he is. He started rolling down the hill. Yeah. And well, this he's getting is like momentum. you know.
0: Will the re- real Mike please stand up? This is the real Mike. Um, you know, Mike. Mike is is, is in a downward spiral. He's probably miserable. He's on Kitsilano Beach, um, you know, walking in the water and. and or and sitting
1: on driftwood.
0: Sitting on driftwood, looking like Relic from the Beachcombers, uh, pondering, deep pondering his, his life right now. And listen, Mike, it's only going to get worse. Uh, you There's are, only so
1: many whales you can see. That's right. And then and you're know, back to your despair.
0: Yeah, then, then, absolutely. And then guess what, buddy? Next week, I am putting you at seven. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say that you're dropping another. I'm gonna say you're not next week. I'm not saying seven. He's gonna be six. He's dropping another five points. He's gonna be minus five by this time next
1: week. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna give him Merry six, Christmas. six next week, and uh, Doug Bulby's gonna move up to fifth. That's my guess. Uh, so, so Mike, uh, you know what? It, it was bound to happen. Yeah, I mean, I hopefully enjoyed it. Sophomore year. Yeah. He did well. Yeah. He did well. Pretty you know good. what? We're in mile 18 of a 42-mile marathon. Yeah. Good job, bud. And uh, he's starting to cramp up. Yep. Okay. Uh, our next loser actually he's dropped all the way to last place. Yes, this is awesome. For you. <laughs> you actually, that's the most excited I've seen you. Yeah. In about I six just, weeks. It's just amazing. Nick in a box drops five and a half. He is... Our second biggest loser, but at fifty-seven points, he's in twelfth place. He what a horrible manager! I mean, I don't he know is what's having, going on. I
0: don't know what's going on. He is having a uh, uncharacteristic season, perhaps. I don't know, uh, but he's having a really bad season. He is down there with me and the great Heisenberg. Um, really struggling. Uh, that's so Heisenberg of late, but we'll talk about him. But Nick can't make anything happen. And as a no result, traction. no traction. He's spinning his wheels. And as a result, he's down five and a half points to a smoking
1: 57 points overall. Dead last. He's driving a Toyota Corolla with summer tires right now. Yep. And there, this yep. snowstorm called Velug Yep. is hitting him hard. That's right. And he's swerving all over the place. And he's everything but a head-on collision right now, but it's coming. So mm-hmm. I, you know what? Nick needs to do something. He now needs, is the time.
0: Now is the time. And we'll be getting into that. But I sense of urgency is on to Nick. He's in dead last. No one wants to wear the anklet of shame. I think he's heading towards that. If you were to ask me, and I know, I know, but if you were to ask me, this is this is something he's got to do.
1: All right. Now on to our uh, – got a tie for third loser for the week. Hennessy and Uncle Martian both go minus 4.5. I'm going to talk about Gump for a sec. Yeah. This, to me, is the Sidney Crosby effect. This, his, yeah. his lineup isn't strong enough to sustain six weeks without Sidney Crosby. No,
0: absolutely. And this is where it comes back to where um, the week that he was injured, we, we dealt with this, and, and Gump should have uh, made a deal. Because he was he was sitting in a decent position. Was he five or six yeah, yeah, or so something was like in. that? he was in he the was, race. He was in the race, and, the, and, and Crosby still had a lot of value. People really didn't know. Like, he was going to be out for a bit in maybe four to six weeks, but he still had a lot of value. I don't think he has the same a lot of uh, the same amount of value actually right now, um, even though he may be coming off of an injury because people necessarily don't know how how uh, how, how healthy he is. So, but,
1: but now he's got to play catch up. He's he, lost he's, those games. He's lost and he lost the games. He, he didn't replace. You can't replace Crosby. No point point of player game, and it's caught up to him. Uh, Hennessy Williams. Um, I I think this might be to me in my opinion. I don't want to jump ahead to our topic but I think he's got some goaltending issues.
0: I think so. And 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 this is something hopefully he starts to to address as well. Like again, you know, no one wants to see managers near the bottom. No one takes joy in that. No one uh, no one in, in uh, this in this pool takes joy in people being on the loser side of the column week after week. No one is
1: no, no one is is is, is, is making this fun of them. Like, this sounds like sounds like an uprising speech, right? Cuz I I know that I'm on the opposite end and I Outside of seeing myself uh, as yeah. uh, as the greatest and and always seeing myself in first, and I'm one week I'm 20 points ahead, then I'm 15, then I'm 60 points ahead. And it's all, you know, it's just I'm numbers. Still, the next thing, I don't even look who's in second. Yeah. I look who's in 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. And that's where, like, I get this real sense of joy.
0: Yeah, that you basically have doubled, over doubled my,
1: oh, you have. Have I doubled? Yeah, I've doubled you. (laughs) I don't. I don't know how. (laughs) Why did I even draw your attention to that? So anywho,
0: (laughs) thank you. That that made me feel awesome. Oh man,
1: your body language just changed. Yeah, I just
0: huge slouch. But that being said, you know what? I think this is where uh, Hennessy has to do something, and there's that sense of urgency because you know he's still he's in the 70s. You uh, can still do something here. The interesting piece of that, before we get to the winners here, I just want to, I want to draw your attention to it. This is different. The layout is different uh, this time uh, for this year than this time last year, right? I mean, I think we had some tighter races. Yes. I think we had, had uh, the, the top six managers really clumped together. Uh, we don't necessarily have that this year.
1: No, no, not at all. This is, um, no, we're seeing some people that are definitely out front and then some people that are definitely behind. So I think we might see some significant... Kingmaker moves coming up. Oh, they have to. I would think so.
0: Yeah, you, you just know Marner's going to get dealt.
1: Now, here, this is where I get a bit scared. So let's go to the winner side. Marner's not going to get Well, who's going to take him? I'll take him for, well, anyways, for Dumba, who I don't have anymore. I'll reacquire Dumba and trade you for Marner. Sounds good. Here's where things get scary for this me. This is, and so, you should be scared because my horse is on this list. Uh, number three. We'll get to your horse. Yep. At number three, PMF, yep. plus six. His brilliant season continues. He's at 105 points. Yeah,
0: And we've been talking about him over the last couple of weeks, drawing special attention to um, his play, right? And here he is again on the winner's side, plus six, at 105 points. He's, he's barking
1: down your door, man. Absolutely, he is. And what's scary is he actually has the roster to do it. Yeah. This is not a mistake. This is not accidental. He is stacked and he is primed to win money this year. He's so real I, deal. I, I've got to say, he scares me. Yep. But not as much as the number two winner of the week. Zoltar.
0: He's my horse. And I'm this, shaking in my boots about you, him. You, you need to be because again, if this is another jump for him. So la, this is check this out, folks. Last week, 14 and a half point jump. You called it at that time. Oh, it's an anomaly, maybe a one off. And I'm saying no. He's my boy. I think he is, he's got this down. I think he's on a roll, and, he's, and, he, and, and he knows what he's doing. Flash forward a week later, it's another seven points. So in a matter of two weeks, he has jumped 21.5 points. The guy's on fire. I think by this time next week, you're going to see a new leader.
1: Okay. And you know what? If, if he does, it's well-earned. Yeah. And I'll scrap my way back. I've got no problem with that. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind having a street fight. Yeah. You don't I, know down. Pr- I know I'm pretty, You're bringing the bat. I love I love it's a street fight. Bat fight. Bat fight. We'll have a bat fight. Let's yeah. do it. Me and Robka. Yeah. And Robka's got a temper You know, just you like might me. as well
0: throw PMF in there too.
1: I would do that. I think yeah. both of them though would, would kill me. I think if ever there was a bat fight that revol- re- revolved around multiple yeah. managers, I would be receiving the majority of the bats. Yeah.
0: You know, Nick looks like he's been in a couple bat fights. His like, I know. Droopy lip.
1: I'm just imagining you in a bad fight and, and you would have a pool noodle. I would. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, why did I lose <laughs> why again? I, why would I bring this noodle to a bad fight? Yeah. So here we go. This is, this is
0: amazing. I'm actually
1: this really, actually happy really about this. actually really warms my
0: heart too. You go ahead.
1: Heisenberg, last year's champion. He's yeah. been mired in last place for weeks and weeks curse. and
0: weeks. It looks like he has broken the
1: curse. We, we have reconciled the curse. Yep. Um, we know where we stand on Patrice Bergeron. Yep. I told him the, the curse, the hex, actually is gone. Yep. And he goes plus 10 for the week. He's vaulted into 10th place, only a couple points outside of 9th. Watch out. Is Mr. Heisenberg back? He, I
0: think he is. He, he's got a pl- uh, plus 10 jump. You know, this is a second week. You know, last week was a modest 1.5 point uh, gain on... On, on, where he was previously because he had a drop in week, uh, week eight. But here he is over two weeks, almost twelve point jump.
1: I think he's doing all right. Welcome back, Blair. Welcome it's good uh, to see you. Um, you know, it's not good for you because you've now dropped down to eleven. But it looks like Blair is on the uptick. Yeah. So we you know go, Blair.
0: And he's been doing better over over a three week period. Seem almost like a three week period than you. So there
1: we go. There we go. All so, right. So there's our winners and losers, and um, let's talk about our main topic now. It's hard to say goodbye. How do I sing?
0: back for the topic du jour the feature of episode 48 for it's hard to say goodbye angelo can you walk us through uh what our audience our international audience and we haven't said hello to those listening in sweden hong kong great britain howdy uh, i think that's what they say in hong kong i think they say howdy
1: i think that's actually um that in sweden as well uh,
0: uh, okay um what what our listeners are going to experience
1: all right so uh we're going to go through two things and let's go, uh, we're going to go through one column first, and that's players that uh, each manager should drop. So yeah. let's go through each team and say, here's who needs to be dropped. Then we'll circle back to the top again, and we'll go through a traded player that needs to happen. So
0: these are f- flat out, put them on the FA wire, let somebody else wallow in their misery type These players. first
1: 12 players need to go. Um, This is amazing. And and, uh, this week we're going alphabetical. Yeah. So um, the Careless Whisperers are actually first. So if somebody in the future wants to go first, they need to change their name to a B or an A name.
0: Yeah.
1: So um, the Careless Whisperers, this one's not going to surprise you, and I don't understand why you keep holding on to them. P.K. Subban ranked 156 by far, like by a mile, the worst keeper in this year's lot. He has five points. He's the 131st highest scoring defenseman in the NHL. You have several dozen defensemen you could choose from, yet you hold on to PK because you think, if I drop him, yep. someone's going to pick him up on waivers yep. and he's going to score a point a game. Yep. So, so th- this it's is time it's to it's say it's goodbye.
0: It's exactly the, the case. I, th- I still think for in my in my uh, my uh, little head that he has some value, which I know he doesn't. He's a he's a player that has is grossly disappointed. Uh, I think every fani- fantasy manager that. Uh, um, they have uh, the, the pleasure of having him on their team. He is a player I think has lost um, any auction uh, value as well. So yeah,
1: so you've got him for eighteen bucks. That's like that's seventeen dollars overvalued. At well, this absolutely.
0: Point. And 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 the interesting one with this one is is uh, it, it just he he's um, um, you know the microcosm to the larger issue, which is the New Jersey Devils. The Devils are, are just horrific all around, and I think that's part of it. I think that goes through the same thing with anybody who else has any other devils on their team. Is just well, we'll start. Talk. Dro- start dropping, there'll be another one coming up. Start dropping them like crazy.
1: All right, um, I'm next alphabetically. The Constantinople Patriots. Yeah. Who do I need to drop? You need
0: to drop Backstrom. You need to drop next Backstrom, right? Because centers, for the most part, they're plentiful. You can go on the FA wire and pick them up day to day if you wanted to really play that game. We call that the, uh, you know rusting your team. Yep. Um, you can go do that if you want. Um, so, but but he's ranking in the in, in the mid fifties here. So he's not he's not I would say super you know, super horrific, you know. But he's not the Backstrom that we've seen in the past.
1: Well, that's a problem. I'm living in the past with him, just like you are with PK Subban. But also the fact that his winger is Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. So he can pull off four or five points in one night, a couple power play points. So I'm very reluctant. I agree that he has underperformed. He has no real value on the trade market. And I could pick up a free agent centerman that would perform. Better how much than
0: did? Him. How much was
1: his draft price? Not much at all. Okay. No. So 40 that think, forty forty dollars. So that I think that's
0: probably where you're going to see him pan out for the rest of uh, rest of his time in the Luke. He's going to be like a thirty yep. forty dollar player.
1: Okay, I, I would say Heisenberg. Uh, it's time to say goodbye to Mackenzie Blackwood. Again, we yeah. don't need to. We've killed the Devils already. Uh, they're done. He's a forty fifth goalie. He's a starter. Corey Schneider is terrible. Yet um, Blackwood can't take over the number one job. He was a young emerging goalie prospect. I don't see him. till
0: he, you know, I don't see him, him doing
1: that. No. So um, I don't know. I don't know what the holdup is uh, for Heisenberg, but this is a weak spot for his team. He's got to address some goaltending. Well, this at some is the point. issue,
0: and I think I'd, again, you know, you look at who he needs to deal, and we'll get to that in a, in a, in a bit. You know, he has talent to deal, but it's to get a goaltender to replace um, Blackwood is going to be it's going be a tough job for him, but I agree with you 100% here. Blackwood's got to go. Heisenberg's on a run, but that player's going to hold him back.
1: What's funny is I actually originally had Charlie McAvoy as the guy who had to go, but before we shot this, That's right. McAvoy went. That's so, right. Okay, let's go on to Hennessy.
0: Let's Duchesne. Yes. So Matt Duchesne, Hennessy's got to deal with him. Uh, he's got to get—he's just not performing here. What? Why do you—do you, do you agree with me on this one?
1: Yeah, so Nashville, again, is they're stalling a bit, but they're stacked with talent. But it doesn't matter if Duchesne is in Colorado, in Ottawa, wherever he is. He's just not a fantasy player. And again, this is a guy who's—he's ranking, I think, yeah. in the 40s or 50s up and down a bit. He would be someone that we would see picked up and dropped all the time. I think I think part of this is that
0: you've seen these players that have, you know, you, you see it with Duchesne, you see it with Subban, these players that made some off-season moves. They have that aura of success around them, the excitement, uh, new environment, new opportunities, and sometimes players uh, rise to those occasions. You have two examples here right away of, of not only not rising to those occasions, but being a colossal uh, fantasy failure uh, for their managers. Uh, Duchesne's got to go Subban's got to go as well.
1: You know who else needs to go? Thatcher Demko with I was in the this pool. This is,
0: but again, I don't, I don't know why he was even picked up to start. So
1: Well, neither do I. So he ranks 44th. He's a backup goalie in yep. Vancouver. Yeah. And yet Mike can't separate fantasy mm-hmm. from reality. No, he can't. And I think he
0: drinks a lot of seawater. If you if you'd ask me, I think he's been drinking a lot of seawater when he picked up that guy.
1: Do you think they actually drink bottled seawater? Like that? That's like it's sold at a premium. Oh, in I think so. You know, it's 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 like glacial. coconut water. Yeah,
0: it's like coconut water. They call it like you know it can't be glacier water. It's their Orca water or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Orca know, Springs. Orca Springs, they call it. And you know, here he is. He's been guzzling that stuff. The guy's completely dehydrated. He's seeing like triple. Picks up Thatcher Demco. He probably thought he picked up Staylock. That's probably the case. But and he then, picked
1: up Corey Schneider. Yeah, is what he did.
0: And, then, and he's been making some great decisions. This is why Mike is falling in. Let anyways, me let me ask anyways, you an honest anyways. question.
1: Yeah, if Thatcher Demko plays on the Coyotes, is he on someone's roster? If he was an Arizona Coyote, oh, that's a good question. He wouldn't be. No, no. It's, no, it's easy. The answer is no. No, no. It's a, he, but
0: but no, no. I'm just saying. But, well, except for the fact that you have Robbie Warm in the pool, and Robbie uh, Warm right. loves okay. Arizona. Okay. Well, oh, if he was
1: a Panther, then no,
0: absolutely not.
1: No, he would be. No, this is strictly. One man's love of an NHL team, yeah. and he can't separate that.
0: Yeah, he's trying to reconcile the fact that he, he has X number of roster spots, and people will make fun of him for having 50% Canucks on the, uh, on the team. And here you, here the, here's another case of it. Let go, buddy.
1: Yeah, he thinks he's Ken Dryden. I think he thinks he's, he Ken, thinks Dryden. he's yeah. Ken Dryden. He thinks he's got Ken Dryden. But you know who he has? No. Nope. Thatcher Demko. That's right. That's who he Good has. Good
0: luck. Nick but we'll p- get to the point where he needs
1: a deal. He can He can fix this. He can fix some of this. Sure. Supposed contenders don't have backup goalies that are ranked 45. I would agree
0: with you on that. Nick in a very, box. Very few things that we agree on. That is one of them.
1: So, Nick in a box. This is one of those players that you have great hope for, but they just haven't panned out. Timo Meyer, to me, is someone that needs to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's
1: perpetually 30 to 40 ranked. Um, you know, we all expected more from him. He should have been performing this year. Joe Pavelski's gone. He's supposed to be in the number one well, he could be or number up, two know, line but again
0: he's on a he's on a team that's is is is, is, is uh, colossally failing, right? And, and on on all levels. They just fired their coach. Now would that is <clears throat> is Nick gonna say, you know, well we're gonna see a resurgence just like they saw in Calgary after they dealt with the coaching issue. I don't know. I don't know with this player. My my guess would be that Um, He doesn't really have a whole lot of value if he was to be dropped. I don't see people clamoring to pick him up.
1: Me either. Um, And let's go to to Gibby. Uh, Mikhail Sergachev. Yeah. So Sergachev came into the league last year, traded for Jonathan Drouin, and he lit it up. I don't know if you remember this, but he was like top 10 defenseman at the start of last year.
0: And there's a huge amount of, of, uh, I would say, not focus, but of just a spotlight on this kid coming in
1: to this season. And, well, he's on Tampa Bay. Let's just say that. But he's, he's a good defenseman. That's all he is. But he's not really doing anything. No. Particularly on that team where, you know, I would think a mediocre defenseman on that team is a 35-point defenseman, but a superstar like Sergachev is supposed to be, should be putting out 50 or 60 points, and he's not doing that. No. He's just—he's a mediocre guy at this point.
0: Yeah, and, 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 and as a result, Gibby's got to do, do some serious thinking on this one too. And Sergachev needs to go. He can be dropped. Again, I don't know if others would pick him up um, right away, or at the very least. I think there's, there's worse defenders out there. But if you're looking specifically, and that's what we're doing, we're zeroing in on people's teams, um, that's a player that can be dropped.
1: Okay, so we're going to move on now. We're going to get into some pretty big names. Yep. So uh, I'm sure people are not going to like when they hear their own team and who they should drop. Pull my finger. I'm saying Matt Murray. Yeah. Well,
0: because Jari's carrying this team, and and the resurgence here is is that, is that you have Murray. I think maybe showing he's not the Murray of years ago. Uh, no, he's
1: well, but he still always he gets hurt. Yep. Uh, and then he comes back and he plays a few games. But you're right. He he is he is actually the one. Really dark spot on Pittsburgh season. He can't win games.
0: No, and so I think as a result, you know, he's got a, uh, you know, PMF's got to take a take a look at his goaltending. I think, like everybody does. And he's and, expensive, so he's not a keeper. No, and again, looking at a draft value coming in, people's not people are not going to a keep him. But next year, I don't see him being, uh, uh, you know, over 130, 120.
1: Not a chance. Not a chance. And and I would say uh, PMF is doing all the right things right now. But um, maybe saying goodbye to Murray and picking someone else up—he's not going to do it because you know that Murray would go on the waivers. Oh, absolutely. But Murray's not a goalie that should be—he's taking no. up a roster spot that somebody that's giving that could get him points could actually take up.
0: Listen, and PMF isn't in, isn't in, is in that in that super competitive part of of, of the standings. If like if I if, if if he was in the bottom, like let's just say this—if he was yeah. in where my position, there's no way you would put him on that list. But the guy's in money. The guy's breathing down, down, down. Uh, Zoltok's, uh, neck here. In terms of, of winning this thing, he's got he's got to really deal with uh, uh,
1: the Murray issue. We're calling it the Murray issue. And that's what it is. It's an actual. It's it's an it's an epidemic. It's a concern if he wants to win. Let's be honest. Okay, get ready. You, I want you to talk about this next name because you would have never guessed this name at the start of the no. year. someone needs to be dropped. Go ahead. No, and 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 so Raccoons. It
0: was it was the Raccoons. It's Dylan Larkin. This guy was on my list to draft. This guy has been on my list to try to trade. I haven't put in any offers for him, but this guy has been um, from the right get go for me at this beginning of the season uh, a
1: fantasy stud, yet here we are eight we, goals 12 assists Yeah. um he's ranked 43rd it cost uh the Stittsville raccoons 155 dollars to get this guy yeah and that's, that's why brutal. I was out
0: that's why I was out out of the mix here because the, the bidding was crazy on him. And and because and everybody wanted him, everybody thought he was going to be, uh, you know, your your 80, 90 point kind of player. No, but he's here. Matt Duchesne. That's and
1: who. That's who you're dealing with. You're now. dealing Lark with a Matt, Matt Duchesne, same guy. You
0: know, maybe these guys should maybe maybe yeah uh, straight up swap. St- straight up swap, there and that go. would be interesting. But I think again, Warm, he's got to take a look back. And this is the, this actually surprises me that this player either hasn't been dealt or been dropped is because Warm, being the stats guy, knows he's not he's not holding up to the value. One's I, like an actuary, like he's looking at the 155 draft price cost, and then he's looking at the performance. He's crunched the numbers, but it's really hard for him to say goodbye on this one.
1: Yes, and for for me, I would say outside of Subban, Dylan Arkin is the biggest uh, draft disappointment this year. Yeah. Oh, thanks for throwing me in that. It's not you. You're not PK Subban. Yeah, I thanks. would have kept PK Subban as well with all with with everything. With yet. all the hype. Isn't this this is a nice episode? Eh? we uh, we've been nice to each other for the kind most of.
0: Part. I still kind of feel bad about myself. We got lots of time. Yeah, there we go.
1: So, so Gump—he's the first one. I'm going to say let's give him a pass in this category because really? he's already dumped players. Yeah. So he got rid of Keith Yandel. That yeah. was a mistake because Keith Yandel's a top ten guy. Yeah. He got rid of Jamie Ben. Yeah. That was a good one.
0: That was a good one because
1: Jamie Ben's a huge disappointment. So yeah. we can't say Gump. It's hard for Gump to say goodbye, on the dropping uh, side of this equation because. He's done some drops. If he's not happy with a player, he gets rid of them.
0: And you know what? though? And I think you know, Gump Gump doesn't have that patience to write players out. The other one here is that 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 he's already done the work on this. Yeah, he can get a pass on this one. But I think he's the, one of the only managers that has has uh, like as you said, actually dropped dropped some talent right yep. or got rid of some talent off their team uh, in a surprising way. So Gump okay, gets a pass.
1: Let's get to our final two managers on this side. Um, for Whiskey Dick Van Dyke show, the Timo Meyer of his team is William Nylander. Yeah, this
0: is, this is, again, like you're looking at $62 was his draft price. Bowlby paid 62 and at that time, that's a, that's a huge value, right? But I don't think that same value is, is present now because you've got in and around a
1: 30th-ranked right-wing center. Uh, there are better options out there. you know. Yeah, he's, he's getting top six minutes. Toronto's supposed to be stacked. Yeah. He gets to play with... Austin Matthews and whoever else but I don't know who he plays with but this is a guy who should be
0: Do you ever watch do you ever watch no, any of the games? I really don't okay so if you see him on the ice, it's just he's he's skating, which is good, but he's not really doing anything. The whole team seems a bit disinterested except for Mitch Marner who has huge cachet in terms of a trade. but I'll tell you right now Nylander is one player in which Bowlby needs to look at dropping flat out. Someone will pick him up but he's not going to be doing anything.
1: All right, let's go on to Zoltok. And, and in this one, I think there's a level of sentimentality for all of us because we've been in around this league long enough to remember when he dominated the pool. Yeah. But I think it's time to say goodbye to who? It's, 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 and this
0: is really, again, it's, it's a, this is an emotional it's time. It's emotional, yes. It's an emotional time as Henrik Lundqvist. Lundqvist needs to be dropped. I don't see anybody really picking him up. Um, it's, King it's, Henry's done. Yeah, King Henry is done. I think you know it's, he, he's 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 well put out the pasture here, and this is where Zoltak really needs to, because of where he is, be strategic within his goaltending, secure that up, do a big deal, send 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 a send a, a, a superstar off to get a, a top goaltender and make that run for 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 uh, the championship. The Keith. Yeah, so how
1: bad has Lankwas been? He is uh, thirty more than thirty spots behind his backup goalie. Uh, Alexander Georgiev. So uh, his days are done and Georgiev isn't even the the goalie of the future for New York. They got another guy coming up. Yep. So I would say if I'm Robka, yeah,
0: he's 45. He's he's 45th, right? So I mean, I would I would have expected that that I would, I would you know, I would have got some trade offers for Stalik, which I didn't get them from which is but it is but I'm sure they're coming.
1: Okay, do you want to do this like snake style we'll, we're snake now Snake it. Okay, so now we are going to go through the 12 managers and players Kay. that they should trade. So let's start with Robka, and I'm going to say Nikolai Ehlers.
0: And this is, I think this makes sense because he needs to shore up goaltending. And I think this player on the market has huge value for a lot of managers.
1: 12th rank uh, left winger. He gets scoring across the board. Top six player in Winnipeg. He's back. Winnipeg's on fire. And Robka could get an upgraded net, which is what we said he needs. Goals against save percentages, where Robin's weaknesses are. If he addresses that, I think I'm in a lot of trouble. Um, So if he wants to hoist the cup, I'm saying Nikolai Ehlers for a starting goalie is where he should start. What do you think?
0: Absolutely. Um, he's He's in a position where he's got some assets to deal. He's in second right now. He's not that far behind you. Yet, we do know, we do know, I have microphone issues. I yeah, think. I almost dropped the mic. There we go. That we, that we do But it not. wasn't an actual mic drop. Like, I, I didn't say anything profound. No, no. It's just, it just I just almost you, you, oh, dropped Physically it. dropped the microphone. But we do know that time is cli- uh, ticking down on that, and that you are always in the market to deal, and looking for deals. If he doesn't do something, as Old Talk doesn't do something, as much as I love the guy, I don't see him winning.
1: Okay, broken record time this one, this being, is, But this is,
0: I actually... For real this time. This is for real. And this is the reason that is for real. He already has another number one goaltender. So it's time to say... Goodbye,
1: Vasilevsky. And not drop, obviously. No. But windfall time for Doug. Yes. Trade Vasilevsky. He could get two really good players... Yes. That are cheap keepers yep. in return. He could get. It. He could trade Vasilevsky, win the goalie category, yes. and immediately vault up the standings he with could get, two forwards.
0: If he wanted to get keepers, he could get that. Okay? If he wanted to get young studs, he could get that. If he wanted to get proven, uh, experienced players that are cheap, he could get that. If he throws up a name like Vasilevsky, he's showing up the categories that he needs. He still has a number one goaltender that's performing. Uh, that's not a worry. So he's Va- still going to finish top in goaltending categories, but I, I actually, to be honest with you, and, I'm, and I know we're beating a dead horse on this one, I'm not sure why he's keeping both of these
1: when he has major deficits and he's competitive. So so Vasi now is is still an unbelievable value, but he's getting stats that are kind of similar to Anders Nielsen in Ottawa. He's not no. Tuka Rask or Connor no, Hellebuck this right. year, and Tampa Bay is not who they were last year, but... You know, Vassi's people want him. I would say Vassi would be a top two or three player that is coveted in the pool. Absolutely. If and Doug says tra- that he's available, I think that he gets 11 there are people players, offering.
0: Absolutely. And there are players on my team that I would not trade to any other team except for Doug because I, if I know Vassi's up, up on the table. Mikko Rantanen.
1: Okay. So Uncle Martian. I think it's time for him to look at Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane is awesome. Third-ranked right winger. He got the center designation this year, which is really nice. This is really, it's so that's, really good. that's a nice little bit of uh, maneuvering. But he's so expensive. Yeah, but if you are a contender...
0: Oh, you're going to deal for Why him. wouldn't
1: you go? This yeah. is a kingmaker yep. of all the guys... Patrick Kane could be a kingmaker for a guy who's looking for offensive category yep. stats to jump up in the standings. Patty Kane's your guy.
0: So if you're a team that's in fourth, fifth, you know, sixth kind of area here, and you're wanting to get into the money, this is a player that's going to allow that to happen for
1: you. And I don't right? think, yeah, and I don't think with the tax, he's going to be over 300 bucks. So I don't think Gump keeps him. Nope. It looks like Gump's not going to win the pool this year. No. Nope. So why not trade Kane and get get some get some value in yep. return and let somebody. You know, win the pool.
0: Yep, and, and get and get some keepers, and get and and basically, it's a king. This is a kingmaker maker trade because as soon as this happens, and the sooner it happens, it's going to benefit both both teams. Uh, this uh, is
1: a You know what this is? This is an earthquake. This is a this seismic. Is, if if he does this, if he does everybody it, panics. Yeah. Everybody yeah. runs
0: for the hills. Absolutely, because then you know a, a team that's in fourth and fifth becomes uh, a legitimate contender.
1: If he trades Patrick Kane yep. to one of the top three contenders, not named me. Yeah. I immediately make a panic trade. I know that. Oh, absolutely. I know that. I'm saying yeah. that right up front. Right after I'm, you. I'm making some really stupid trade. Right after I, you wet yourself. That's going to happen. That's right. And, and you know what? You are right there as well. Again, the <laughs> kindness episode continues. The kindness episode. I would have appreciated if you didn't expose the fact that this happens once in a while. But bladder, it happens. Bladder, that's life. Issues. Yeah, It we is should, lice. Lice.
0: Lice. <laughs> lice. Thank there God, life. you know, on that note, because we have to add for Doug, the lifestyle, the element of it knock on wood it hasn't the the winter lice season hasn't started in our house yet I am not sure if it's happened in your in the true household, uh, household. Uh, but thank God it hasn't it hasn't happened well
1: no comment except that I have a 10 year old girl
0: there you go 10
1: year old girls like to hug all of their friends yeah okay um <laughs> raccoons
0: yeah John absolutely Gibson yep and and again, another. See, and this is the thing here. We're we're throwing out names. We're throwing out positions. We're throwing out players that other teams here really need. Could we have? Could we have a a a partnership uh, with Vasilevskiy... Sorry, Bowlby and Zoltok here doing a deal here with you know. It's, it's all inter- it's, it's, interchangeable. It's all interchangeable. Change- but here's another goaltender that needs to leave this team and land someplace else that
1: has good value. So, He's seventy six so bucks. Warham has. Um, Connor Hellebuck, who's lighting up the league this year. John Gibson is good value at $76 as a a goalie keeper. Yep. Absolutely. Somebody could use him. There are guys out there that are looking for goalies. And then he needs skater categories. He sure does. And this is a player that could get him. So John Gibson is a player that could get Robbie a Mm -hmm. return that would be
0: very attractive. Well, and and, and a return in such a way that replaces um, Larkin. Yes. Okay. So if we're looking at packaging something here, you know, you have Gibson and Larkin kind of packaged together. The the player of value in that package is Gibson. It's not going to be Larkin, but he's going to get rid of uh, 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 Larkin as well and open up a spot, a roster spot for the player that he needs. That's right.
1: I, you know what? He'd be a good dance partner for Nick. He would um, be a good dance partner. Because Nick likes Larkin. I know that. Yep. And, um... You know what? Nick wouldn't mind having John. Get We're like matchmaker. Insurance. This is oh, yeah. it's, it's it's hard to say goodbye, but hello, hello new girlfriend. Game. Yes. Okay. Uh, PMF. Who are we picking? It's Tavares.
0: Yeah. This is. I mean, do you ever think that this is going to happen? No. His love affair with Tavares is is is, is, is huge. And he's a,
1: but he's a Hobbs fan.
0: Yeah. But Tavares. Uh, yeah. It's weird. It is mm-hmm. weird. But Tavares is a not shooting. Mm-hmm. Right. So 70, that means seventy he's, shots on goals this year. So that means he's not scoring. Nope. So. Tavares, much like the Leafs, ha- except
1: for Marner, has been a massive disappointment. And so has PMF's defense. So in this case, uh, putting Tavares up and going after a top-five defenseman, which would he could probably fetch, yeah. and Tavares is not a top-five centerman... Yep. I think that would be a good return. And he's now kind of inching up to a little bit too expensive. He's he been is. kept a couple of years. Yep. So he's getting into the 130 yep. Yep. level, I think. I'm not sure what John would, Tavares is worth it. Would PMF
0: anymore. ever package uh, a Murray Tavares and send that out?
1: That would be interesting. That would be a good one. And ripples in the pool. Okay, let's uh, let's go now. We're back to our first page, Yeah, as this is through mean, the flipping of the page. Absolutely.
0: And then we're, we're going to Gibby here.
1: Yep, Gibby so, time.
0: So, you know, just to recap very quickly, we said that he should drop Sergachev. Been a bit of a disappointment on that with Tampa Bay. This is the flip side. Could be a shocker to some, some managers out there, but we're
1: saying uh, he needs to deal Fleury. Marc-Andre Fleury. And, and the reason I'm saying that is Darcy Kemper is actually a legit number one goalie. Like, he could be considered for the yeah. Vezina Trophy this year, yep. $25, because he picked him up as a free agent. Yep. Um, he also has uh, Pekka Rene, but Rene isn't uh, as attractive because Rene was really expensive. Yep. Marc-Andre Fleury is like 50 bucks. Yep. So he's a sixth-ranked goalie in the league. Again, for those managers out there looking for a goalie, Flurry is your guy. And um, but this is a this is a player that can, to be honest with you too, uh,
0: because of where he ranks, uh, can draw a really nice price tag. uh, Sorry, price in return for Gibby. This is not a player that you know he just needs to get rid of and deal. This is a player that Gibby is going to get the return he needs.
1: Yes. Which would be a, a player that can perform this year yep. and then somebody that's going to make his draft cheaper next year. Oh, absolutely.
0: So you could be looking at looking at a, a top defenseman if he's, if he's thinking of shoring that out because of Sergachev. He could be dealing with a forward here. But really, what, what he needs to be doing,
1: and I mean because we know, and we can say this with some level of authority, is is Fleury needs to go. I think so. And so does uh, Philip Grubauer. So this is almost like the goalie episode, but we're almost done with goalies. We've got a couple more, but Nick in a Box... He's got the New York goalies. He's fine in net. He's got to do some other stuff. Um, I think Grubauer is a forty dollars keeper ish, somewhere in the forty dollars range. Yeah. And then Nick can finally get some help at forward. He needs some. He needs some help.
0: Yeah. He and if Nick is is, and he still
1: has Varlamov as a keeper.
0: Yeah. And and he still has again like so this is again we're talking about the idea of the the time of year. This is where those hard decisions have to be made, and Grubauer is is, is possibly one of those hard decisions. But again, it's going to be one that puts him out of the basement. No one wants to finish in
1: 12, right? Well, he has actually stated in text that he would finish ahead of me. Yeah, so So he's got some trading to do. I think he does, and I think Philip Grubauer would be an excellent little piece for him to trade.
0: Now, this next one. Okay. I know. This yeah. next one is going to be if we're talking about like you know uh, what would what you say Patrick Kane would have been the deal with Patrick Kane would have been. I'm just like, going to
1: say this: if Mike is drinking his Orca water right yeah. now, put it down because spit it he's out. Gonna, yeah. he's going to spit it out.
0: So this is this is going to be this this is this is like a, a you know a nuclear bomb going off through the pool if this player ever got dealt, especially got dealt to any of the top four contenders. Right, Mike. Mike is probably not in there, in, as we said next week. Uh, so I would like to see this player being dealt from his team, and we're talking about Connor McDavid.
1: I think that if Mike is going to make a power move, and it sounds kind of contradictory because Connor McDavid is the king of fantasy hockey, yeah. But Mike could package Connor McDavid with one or two crappy players and bring back three superstars. That oh, would without help him win without Mike. a doubt. he's not going to keep Connor McDavid because the guy's three hundred plus dollars. Add the tax in there, but there are a couple managers who would keep them. So Mike likes money at the draft. Yeah, Gump doesn't mind nope. not having money at the draft. Neither does warham
0: So those are two tested time-tested managers that have gone in with uh, with with players that have cost in excess of three hundred dollars. So th- that you know, a he has value on so many levels. Not Mike. I'm not talking Mike's value. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Connor McDavid's value on so many levels to the to the managers in this pool. Those at the top are pining after him because they know he's just a superstar and it's basically sealing the fate and the winning of the pool. And those that are in the mid-ground or even at the bottom trying to rebuild, uh, there's some managers that see him as a foundational piece.
1: Yeah, and I think that Mike's team would actually be better if got two or three I, big absolutely. pieces back. Absolutely, absolutely. So there's that one.
0: I, I, And this is my, my thinking on Connor McDavid, is I have, I've had him in the past, and I traded him to get the value back return. And, my, and I was a better, not only better fantasy manager, but a better person
1: because of it. There we go. Now, this one's a hard one. It's hard to say goodbye. Hennessy saying goodbye to Martin Jones would be this difficult. One, They've been together for years. Yeah. Right? $14 a keeper. San Jose is a mess. Um, he's a 51st, 53rd-ranked goalie. So the, the return might not be great, except his price tag... In a package with someone else, might get him back some pretty good return.
0: Well, I th- again, you th- you, 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 the idea of throwing up a goaltender, um, especially if somebody has that name recognition and that that pedigree, he's going to get return on it, right? And and, and you uh, know what,
1: Martin Jones's name is already etched in the Keith Primo Cup.
0: Yeah, so I'm not too sure. Again, just again, Martin Jones's name is there along, alongside Hennessy. So I'm not sure why Hennessy isn't dealing him or hasn't dealt him. I mean, we've talked a lot about goaltenders, in and here. he's
1: also got Carter Hart. He's got the next Martin Jones. Yeah, so I he did,
0: again trade away, but again, here you again have a, have an example of a number of managers hanging. Oh, just dropped. It was a mic drop. That was totally mic drop. So we we have sorry about that, folks. We have an, an example of another man, uh, manager hanging on to to a goaltender. Because they think they have more value on their team rather than to be dealt with, and this is an interesting—we could almost have a separate episode about this yep. is, is is the goalie hangover pieces where I think managers are going to sink themselves because they're hanging on to on to goalies, especially goalies where they could get a better return.
1: Okay, we're into our final three now. Heisenberg, we're going opposite. We're talking about veterans, established players. Yep. I'm saying Heisenberg for me, Kale McCarr. Yeah. Next to Kucherov, I think Kale Makar is Heisenberg's most valuable player. Yep. Um, but I and you think know he's
0: not dealing Kuch. No. So Kucherov's there's no, not there's no going sense anywhere. of putting that on the list.
1: But I also think Makar might be peaking a little bit. I know he's injured right now, but is he already a point-per-game defenseman? No. Is he the third-ranked defenseman in the league? I don't think he can sustain that. So no. I really think that Heisenberg can cash in huge because everybody's excited about Makar right now.
0: Listen And listen, in, in four years' time, Three years time, four years time. Yes, he's going to be that player. But if you're looking at today, then no, absolutely not. He, he's so,
1: a he's a player literally today. But tomorrow, what's he? I well, don't think and, he can keep this pace up. And listen,
0: look at historically, look at look at how Colorado has seasons have played out. You know, huge success um, first half, second half. Every player slows down the point uh, point per game production. and slows down. Um, and, 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 and i noticed that over the number of years that I've had him. So I think McCarr is going to do the same thing. I think he's going to do it earlier because he's an inexperienced player, and that is why Heisenberg needs to deal him. All right, let's go on. What would be the return when that player would be amazing? I think it would
1: be a pretty good one. He's going to get an established player for that. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's go to me. You, you need to deal Shifley. Mm-hmm. And, and you need to deal Shifley because, again, the value that this, 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 this uh, uh, player has is being in the 11th-ranked center. I mean, it's huge value. Guy's doing well. But I think he's going to be A, too pricey for you to keep. And the second one, because I think that's the also that's the challenge of being in the, in the lead. You still, you're still going to have to think about, and you still have to think about winning, but you still have to think about rebuilding in some ways too, right? And keeping for the future. And I think this is a player that's going to allow you to get a good return, um, to allow you to, to be competitive, allow you to win, but also think about the future.
1: I call it fantasy hockey pruning. Right? Yeah. I, I cut away the, the bonsai. I, I cut away the flower. Yep. And then the plant grows even bigger and stronger. Yeah. And uh, I think Shifley, Shifley is typically a top 10 player. He get, I love him. He gets so many points across so many yep. spots. But I'm also a little bit worried about my goaltending now. So it would have to be a very strategic trade on my part because I don't want to do a big deal right now that could upend my team. But I think Shifley's won. That should be considered Listen, for a trade.
0: I know and I believe you. I believe you you don't want to do a big deal that could upset your team, but I also know that you will do a big deal that upsets your team. Because you can't scratch in the itch. You can't help yourself.
1: No, I already I, I made a trade this week and I'm already looking. I I problems. almost hit the submit button. You have problems today. I almost hit the submit Massive button. Massive problems. Okay. Uh, for you, I am going to say our last player that needs to be traded, uh, Mitchell Marner. Absolutely. He's a He point, is on the market. Point per game guy. Yep. But he doesn't have a lot of value to you right now because you're not going to keep him nope. at $183. It's time for you to rebuild. You're in 11th place, a half a point up on Nick. Yep. Um, So 2020 is around the corner, and you need to kind of, like Taylor Hall and the New Jersey Devils, Yep. you kind of need to get ahead of this because if we see some of these other players go, the yep. market dries up for Marner. He's stuck on your roster. Yep. Say you make a run and you finish in 10th or 9th or 8th or 7th. It means nothing to you. And then Marner's there, and you're not doing anything with him. Listen, so,
0: so this is how I look at it. Is Marner going to be on my roster by trade deadline? No. Is he going to go now, or is he going to go at trade deadline time? That's the question, right? And who's, who's he going to go to, right? Is Marner—everybody knows the quality of player that you're getting with Marner. Marner, Marner can be—no, he's not a McDavid, okay? I get that. But is he a Patrick Kane kind of player that can can uh, uh, change the tide for the top four teams? A- absolutely. But so the problem is, one of the other managers gonna gonna start sending me some good offers, right? Because he's gonna but be when, dealt. Are you,
1: when are you gonna start sending? Listen, offers? I send you offers all the time. I send
0: good offers, and
1: then but you don't even have the courtesy to um, make a counter offer because you always think I'm trying to screw you. But you, but you are. Well, that's what the whole purpose <laughs> of a trade. But there's also something called a back and forth, okay. a compromise, All right?
0: I'll, I'll, right? Uh, self-improvement time for me. So
1: you send me a trade offer. Yep. I, will, I won't just flat out decline it. Okay.
0: I will counter it. I will, I will take your feedback. This is, this is new me. Okay. Yep. I am not going to uh, respond with a with, uh, viciousness. I'm going to respond and say that I am. I'm going to reflect on your words, and I'm going to better myself because you were so thoughtful to offer me that constructive criticism of, about my there person. So that being said, I'm like Marner, You are Marner. Marner is going is 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 actively on the market. He is, he is up on the trade block. He is he's going to go to a team that that uh, is is willing to to part with some some uh, players. And and it's, it's it's. I'm looking for I'm looking for a good return, just like everybody else would, a fair return. But that player is going to be gone if not now. I trade deadline for sure.
1: Right. There you have it, guys. It's hard to say goodbye. I think this is going to clock in as our longest podcast, and I have no idea why. I don't know. Because it was... Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I
0: don't know. That's episode 48. What's on the schedule? It's 49, and then, then we have Christmas break. Then we so have the we, holidays. So we can get one
1: in next week, we've we got to do 12 Days of Christmas. Oh,
0: yeah. We're going to get... Yeah, it's to be the 12 Days of Christmas. We'll get definitely get one in next week, folks. So that... There you have it. That's episode 48. It's hard to say goodbye. Angelo... As always, it's been uh, a, a, great, slice. a slice. A slice. A great week in the pool. I see your back is starting to hurt and start to tense up. I'm starting to do some swinging and moves yep. and stuff like that. So, on that note, uh, folks, uh, make sure you set your lines. Make sure you, you you send some trade offers for Marner and some other mediocre uh, secondary players that you may want. Uh, but um, I'm, I'm taking,
1: in, taking in all offers. All right. See you, boys. Good one.